Welcome to the Just Geronda Experience. My name is Geronda, founder of the Just Geronda program. I'm a psychic medium, oracle, and life transformation mentor. I help people connect with spirit and get themselves all the way together. This space is for everyone ready to rewrite their life story and all are welcome. I'll beam into your mind with channel messages from my spirit team, authentic heartfelt interviews, and stories about my journey from despair to declare, all meant to inspire you, shift your perspective, and break free from patterns that no longer serve you. This is my heart and my life and soul's mission. I'm excited you're here. Let's do this. Today, I want to take a step away from giving more insight into the practical and technical experiences that we deal with every day. Okay. So today I want to focus on like advocating for yourself. Okay. And not only does that have to do with spiritual, physical, and mental and everything, this has to do, I'm going to pivot this and we're going to talk a little bit about medical when you're having to advocate for yourself and not let others such as medical professionals tell you what's best for you. And I do want to preface this. Some people you will have to deal with, you know, the medical field, like in certain situations dealing with certain type of illnesses like cancer and things of that nature. So when I'm I want to preface this. So those of you that are going through that, you know, stay prayed up and, and ask for spirit for the healing light of green for light, love and healing. Okay. And this episode has to deal with what you deal with when you're having to go advocate for yourself. And as an African-American woman who is assured of oneself, I want to be there for those of you who are new energy and who don't really understand the different levels when it comes to like going to the physicians and going to the doctors and going to see other ser- uh, professional service providers, whether they're law- lawyers or CPAs or things like that, because I don't want what has happened to me ha- to happen to you guys. Okay, so medical. So here's the thing, and I'm going to be really raw and transparent with this, okay? So when you're going to see the doctor, you got to remember that they're a service provider. They're providing the service to you. Because yes, we get it. We got it. Y'all are doctors. We don't know nothing and y'all know everything, right? I mean, and honestly, okay, so not every doctor does this, but most of them that have the degrees, they act like that. I don't care who he is. I don't care what you got. They act like that. So the one thing that I had to learn, like if I had to listen to my body, right? So if I'm coming in to see you, you work, ain't you finna build my insurance? Who, who paying for the visit? I'm paying for the visit. If you're going to build my insurance, you're going to listen to me. And I'm going to give you guys a really, really good example. So I told you guys I was going through fibroid journey, the anemia, the passing out, the iron transfusion. I've been going through it, y'all. But on my journey, I remember they were running my labs and all my labs would come back fine. You know, the the stereotypical, your labs look good. Everything's good. You're healthy. Okay, great. Well, if I'm healthy, tell me why I feel like crap. Right. You know, and, you know, then they check it up to, oh, it's the hormones. And they're so quick to throw you on hormones now. And they'll be so quick to put you on them, them, them birth to control things. And, you know, what I call them, I call them man-made synthetic poison. Because, and let me tell you, I'm not saying everything's poison. So don't even come at me with it because I, that ain't it. I said, the quickest thing 
for science and medical to tell them is to put you on a pill. That's what I'm saying. So it was it was in jest of that nature of that term, but that's what they're doing. They'll put you on birth control with the quickness. They they don't you know some of the the the, the PCPs and the primary care providers. That's all they do. Their their job is to write the scripts. Okay, so here's what you're not gonna do. Okay, because we live in the the year 2023. So I went to see this one lady, and she was up in West Texas. Right, she was a gynecologist, and she was out of Tyler. So after I had my pap and stuff, they had me scheduled. And so we have a really, really good primary care doctor up there and she's awesome. And so my husband elects to drive three and a half hours to go up there every time he got a doctor's appointment, whatever. So then they referred me to this place and it was the OBGYN place in there. And when we go in there, I was like, I already got a feeling because I don't like to go places where I feel like you just trying to run me through the numbers because, you know, they all verify your insurance and benefits and they can tell how much of the benefits like you've used and stuff like that. And if you have a private insurer, you are freaking like gold. Like that is like the meal ticket, right? So you go run through that, right? And then she comes up in there and oh my God, I don't know who told her she just was like the queen of vaginas or whatever. I mean, cause she's OBGYN. Like she was just like, I am just like, let me tell you. I was like, oh no. So then I start asking her questions like, what are some treatment options for, you know, the fibroid, the anemia? So she's called, of course, just like I told you, she starts calling me a prescription of these, these, I don't never, I don't even know what they call. So the first side effect on that thing was hair loss and it was in bold letters. We left that parking lot. I took that whole prescription and I, ch- and I took, well, of course, I took my name off of it and I chucked it right out the window. I said, I'm not taking that. I said, that's going to put me in menopause. It's going to mess me up because as females and of a woman nature, hormones dictate our bodies more than anything, right? So why am I about to take this? You know, girl, don't get me started. So anyways, so then I go back to see her. So I was like, yeah, I'm not doing the medication thing, right? I was like, she was like, I was like, what's your other minimally invasive treatments for the fibroids, right? So she was like, well, I can give you another medicine. I think you should think about it and try it. No, baby, because you look a little bit like, let me. <laughs> she looked like she was, she was like, she was on some hormones. Like she was all off and all edgy and stuff. Like, who are you talking to? You're not going to run up in here and tell me, no, if you don't have the time of day to listen to my concerns. And I know that you're trying to build my insurance. And I know you've already checked to see if I, the surgery benefits that I have and all that extra stuff. Right. So then she says, well, I don't, you know, I forgot how she said it, but the part that stuck out to me the most, she's like, well, if I put you under general anesthesia, I'm just going to take your uterus out. Okay, let me tell y'all how quick Just Durana got up off that table and was like, no, not off the table. I got up out the chair because we didn't even get that far. And I started reading all the paperwork that they have you signed. And I get it about the hip. I get some of that stuff. And listen, when they give you that paperwork, you need to read through it because it's your consent. You're consenting to a lot of stuff. I don't play that. If I don't want my, I don't want my picture on there. I don't need you to take my picture and put me out there for marketing purposes without my explicit permission. Because what you're not going to do is put my picture out there and you don't provide it not up to par services. You know what I mean? And it's like a big push nowadays to get that. So you advocate and say, no, I don't want that. I'm here for care. Okay. So soon as she said that about, if and I remember because she snapped that damn thing and she goes, if I'm going to put you in a journal, I'm just going to take your uterus out. Okay, let me tell you how quick me and my husband got up out of there. After she said that, he looked at me. I was like, nah, that ain't it. Let's go. 
She was out there talking to her PAs and her MPs, which honestly, guys, I'm telling you, you get the best care from PAs or MPs because they actually, so not all of them, the, the ones I've come across, they give so much more hands-on care, I especially like MPs because most of them were nurses or were nurses before or as they were getting their the other accolades or credentials. So for me, they've been the best experience. They listen more. And... She was out there sitting there with her little Sarah team. And I remember we walked out of there. <laughs> they all watched us walk right out the door and left in the middle of the appointment. And then I also checked my EOB, which is my explanation of benefits, to see if they billed us for you know the rest of the stuff. And they didn't. Because if they had, we, I would have called the insurance and disputed it. So you have to advocate for yourself because they'll tell you a million times, like, this is this, is this and this and this. But... I will tell you guys that I did find a really good thyroid place and a really good doctor and I'm going to start doing the YouTube's videos and so you guys can really get to understand like my journey because I've documented all this. But my thing is you need to advocate when you're dealing with professionals and lawyers. Oh my gosh. Now y'all the, the the irony of this is that I am in law school. So on one side, you know, I get it, but on the other side I don't get it. Because here's the thing. I deal with a lot of lawyers, okay, and attorneys. Let me make sure. I deal with attorneys and lawyers, okay? Interchangeable. It represents the same things, but it actually doesn't, right? So when you first hire an attorney, they will talk to you all day on the phone until they get that retainer, right? And then once they get that retainer, you call it down. They're always in court. They're in mediation. No, you're not. You're not that busy. Stop playing with me because no, boo-boo. I get it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, you know, to a certain extent, you know, you get it, but you have to advocate for yourself. And like, if you're, because here's the problem when you're, okay. So the issues that I have with the court system and the justice system is when it comes to family court and family law, if you've been in an abusive relationship, nine times out of 10, if you got away and you moved on and you're remarried and you're doing your thing, the person that you were married to that was abusive, they're going to use the justice and the legal system to continue to abuse you. The difference is, is that they're legally able to do it. And you sometimes you're, you're back then when I didn't know anything, my hand was kind of forced because I had to agree to stuff that I would have never agreed to ever. But now as I'm more aware and more, you know, I have an astute observation and everything. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing this. And you really need to pay attention to what you're signing when you're dealing with attorneys or anything of the legal system. Even if you have to represent yourself and you're pro bono, you still have rights. You just have to read the statutes of the type of case that you're dealing with. Don't go and sign stuff because if you go and sign it and the other party is lawyered up, you're you're gonna mess yourself up. Because I guarantee you they're gonna attack you and they're gonna try to they're gonna attack you and they're gonna put you at put you at a disadvantage in the situation. And because you're not gonna know what to do, you're gonna end up signing away your rights or whatever agreements or whatever custody or whatever you're going through because you feel forced into doing it. And beware of the tactics that the abuser and they're more than likely they're going to have family involved in it. But an abuser that's abusing the court system by filing frivolous motions. Right. So you just be aware of that. The best thing that I can give you guys when it comes to advice is to record and document everything. 
because if you're representing yourself pro bono, you've got to remember the attorney on the uh, on the opposing on the opposing counsel. They're going to come in and they're going to try to uh, say lawyerize everything that you're trying to articulate to the judge. So the first thing you need to do is familiarize yourself with the rules of the court and how to present and what you're saying. Right. So, and like I said, I'm not giving you guys legal advice because I, I can't do that. I'm giving you my personal experience and what I have dealt with and what I have seen with the courts because the abuser will never, they will never let go. I don't care what it is. It could be, you guys are fighting over the color of the car or the carpet and that carpet has been red for you don't know how long, but any way that they can get to you, because if they no longer can get to you romantically, they no longer can get to you through the children and through custody, they're going to find some way and more than likely it's going to end up in visitation or child support. Okay. And it, you know, it's just a never ending abusive pattern until you stand up for your rights and say, I'm not, I'm not taking this anymore. And then you fight back and you, you know, you either take them back to court in contempt motions. And here's the thing. If you have somebody that has personally continued to be in contempt, it's like a contemptuous behavior where they're continuously, it's a cycle. It's abusive, right? If you can prove to the judge or to the court per se, that they're continuously coming after you and just attacking you for no reason, you know, more than likely once a judge, you get the right judge, they're going to see a a pattern of behavior and then the court will render its justice, however they deem it. You know what I mean? So, you know, just be aware. And when you're dealing with attorneys, you do not have to always agree with what they're saying. You got to remember, they work for you. It's not the other way around. How do all these professionals get the big houses and everything else? It's from people like us who have messed up lives that come to them for support and guidance, right? Like, think about that. You are what drives their, is the driving force behind their success, behind those, the trips and all that extra stuff they got. Because if they don't have you coming to them as a client and, and you know, you referring them to other people, then they're not going to have a business. It's the same thing with dealing with doctors. Yes, there's so many ways right now you can see a doctor. I mean, there's televisits, there's all these telecare, there's so many ways, you know what I mean? So you just, I just wanted to really briefly touch on that in this episode because I, I've heard horror stories. One of my clients, you know, I'm, I'm helping her deal with her grief and recognizing accountability in her, in her situation, in her custody. And, you know, my heart goes out to her because she, she actually agreed to sign away her custody. And, you know, and a whole bunch of other things. So she was informing me that I need to give out a little bit more knowledge when it comes to dealing with professionals on those type of natures. But again, you are the driving force. I don't care if you're 21 or 89 or 99 and 150. You have rights. You know, you have rights when you're dealing with the medical. You have rights when you're dealing with legal. For me, I'll go to the doctor and I tell them in the quickness, I'm not stepping on that scale. I want to protect my mental health. If my, yeah, and things like that, like, I don't, I ain't even doing it. And I know when I go to the, when I go to the doctor, my, I get anxious and stuff. It's just weird. I've always done it. And so I know my blood pressure going to shoot up because I, that's why I say, you're not about to take it now. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait till like the third or fourth visit when I actually like you. <laughs> no, like for real, that is so, so bad. But I'm just saying, y'all, it's the truth. <laughs> but no, like I went through some, some, some not so nice ones and you know, and I'm going to finish this out to all the people who work for the doctors and the lawyers, please do remember you are not the doctor and you are not the lawyer. You are the administrative support system for those because like, 
in the last episode, I told y'all about when I got with that doctor, with that family member. She wants to come at me like she is his gatekeeper. I was like, are you his wife or are you the medical front office? You need to calm down with all that. <laughs> you know, because like I say, it's not what you say to people, it's how you say it to people. You can't just be talking to somebody who got Medicaid like they just scum of the earth. No, I said, no, you can't be talking to people like that because I don't care if they got Medicaid, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or United Healthcare, or something like that. The bottom line is, y'all still gonna get paid. That Medicaid is the Medicaid and Medicare is the new black card in my eyes because the two things you know for Medicaid: a they gonna get paid, and the government gonna pay it. So all these places out here, you know, I see that a lot of times with a lot of my clients and stuff, or my superstar son is for real. Like, I'll accompany them, like, to go to visits and stuff. And, like, when they walk into these clinics or stuff, they just be, t- yeah, just feel this out. I'm like, no, okay. And I'll be like, hey, how are you? Okay, thank you. You can acknowledge me because you go, it's all about respect. You get, you know, you, if you want people to respect you, but if you coming out with people like, just feel this out and wait and we'll call you back. No, you need to go get a new job, boo. You don't need to be talking to people like that because they own government assistance. Stop playing with me. Ooh, that makes me so mad, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just that I've seen it so much, you know, and I just, it just really gets under my skin because like for so long, even though I had, I was able not to go to uh, go get my pap smears through the gov- through the health departments and stuff, I would still pay and give a donation to, to continue to go there to get like my pap smears and my mammograms and things of that nature. So just to see how they do her, like how they do people, I just, oh, that just, that, oh, that gets me. And Another thing I've noticed is that there's a small, there's this town in, I think, Tennessee. And, like, they have a whole system. Like, I'm telling to me, it looks like entrapment. Like, they just continuously to, like, you know, continuously put people on probation after probation after probation. And then when they try to find a way to do it the legal way, they don't even offer it. So I remember I reached out to the probation officer there and she is, she was one of the rudest people I have ever dealt with. And the way that she was talking down to my, it was honestly my brother, to the way that she was talking down to my brother was like, and he gonna have to pay that, you know, just rude. And it's gotta be, yeah. she was just talking down to him like he was nothing. Like all he was, was just something, just, mm. Just the number in the system. And then I just rose up. I said, ma'am, you don't, you know, you don't, don't, don't talk to him that way. I said, I understand that he's got to pay. Well, he owes 600 and something dollars. I said, okay, and? And I about, y'all, I had to like, that was one time I had to, I felt that risingness. But her, when I told you about my her, I keep her in that box on the shelf back there archive. But don't get it twisted because it got to shaking that day. So what I'm saying to you guys is advocate, advocate, advocate for your rights and for yourself. And don't be afraid of the judicial system because it's not there to hurt you. Now, if you go and do something crazy, then yeah, you can be in a little bit of trouble. And then too, if you happen to catch yourself in something, the best thing you can do is ask for a lawyer and don't say anything else. You know, I've just seen so much foolery. 
So I felt it on my heart to bring it to you guys like 100% raw in this episode. So it's all out of love. And I want you guys to aspire, spread your rings, rings, <laughs> spread your rings. Out. Yeah, spread your spread your wings and just get beat. Knowledge is power and take it to the next level. So again, in this disclaimer, I'm not giving legal advice. I am not a physician. And a lot of the phrases I said in this episode, I said in jest, but hopefully you guys get the point that it's all up. All right, guys, it's that time for me to be my way back out your minds. Until next time, go beyond naming it and claiming it. Live it.